the first session I'd like to introduce this morning is um, a radio colleague from Cape Town. Radio people are famous for making other people laugh, but very often we don't laugh at ourselves. So can you please put your hands together for Phil DeLonge and The Full Monty, comedy and radio. Hello, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Thank you. Please give a round of applause for Tim's uncle over here. And Thank you. Thank you. So, wonderful to be here. I just have to get a couple of things off my chest, if you'll indulge me for a second. Um, I've been living in Cape Town for a good couple of years, originally not from South Africa, I'm from a different country, uh, Bloemfontein, some of you guys might know about this place. Uh, but I've been living in Cape Town seven years, and I, one thing I realized about Johannesburg, that every time I travel here, I've, I have to say that, that people in Joburg are, are just a little bit too honest, uh, both non-verbally and verbally. Uh, on my Uber trip here to the Witz Academy here, I, I got into the Uber, and the driver looked straight at me in my eyes, and he switched the radio station, keeping eye contact. He switched straight to 947. And I thought that was a little bit too stereotypical because what if I want to listen to Ukozi FM, you know? <laughs> and without maintaining eye contact, as he's driving, he says to me, you know, you look like the love child of Helen Zilla and Tintin. <laughs> Thank you for laughing at that. I appreciate it very much. Doesn't hurt my feelings at all. So my name is Phil DeLange. I'm a, I'm a producer and comedian based in Cape Town. I have... Uh, been doing radio for 12 years, five different radio stations in three different cities. And I've been doing comedy for six years. And I always find that there's one or two people in every audience I speak in front of that might be offended by some of the things I say. So I'd just like to say, please don't, be, please don't take anything personally that I say this morning. And uh, if you are offended by anything, please uh, kindly send your complaints in writing to the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa. P.O. Box 3167. So, uh, otherwise, email in right. Uh, no, nobody, uh, uh, nobody ever checks up on these things anyway. Uh, all of the radio stations that I've ever worked at, I've always spoken to all of the program directors, and they've always asked me one thing. They said to me, what is it that you want to get out of working at this radio station? What are your ambitions? And I always tell them the same thing. Paid sick leave and pension. And they always tell me that I'm very ambitious. It's not going to happen. So I'm here trying to market myself a little bit. Because you know, as radio people, we find ourselves extending into other branches, other entrepreneurial spaces, like MC work, DJing, selling energy drinks at funerals. You know, these things happen. <laughs> what, is he here? <laughs> I've, done a, I've done a couple of uh, side projects myself and uh, maybe if you're interested uh, my, my next investor could be in this room this morning um, I started my own internet radio station um, didn't go too well felt like all my ideas were falling off a cliff at the time <laughs> Don't tell him, okay. Uh, <laughs> who? Who's not here? I don't know. <laughs> Toys R Us went bankrupt, and I, I pitched an idea to them. 
Um, I, I said, guys, I've got this great idea that I feel you, you, you can save your company uh, by going into the adult toy market. Just change your name to Toys In Us. Uh, <laughs> please email any complaints in writing to the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa. You know, I watched Toy Story 4 the other day, and um, th since I wrote that joke, um, th it's changed completely, like childhood innocence completely out the window, because Toy Story is my favorite movie franchise of all time. But now I look at it like this, because Andy's a kid who lives in a house with his mom who's single, and there's two toys named Woody and Buzz. <laughs> you got a friend in me. We've got one side that appreciates that, the other side not so much. Some people are probably live-tweeting these jokes right now. <laughs> I want to get a feel of the room. Uh, how many people here are from Johannesburg? Okay. Anyone from Cape Town? Cool. Can I get a lift, please? Um, anyone from overseas? Yes. Okay. You guys will not get about 38% of these jokes, so you will all get two rand fifty back on your tickets when you leave. It might be worth something in England in a couple years. <laughs> then you'll know how we feel. <laughs> Come to South Africa with three pounds, buy a house and have a three-month holiday. <laughs> So as I said, I've been working in uh, radio for seven years, and uh, I've picked up a couple of things that are universal, some things that we can all relate to. There's certain crutches of radio people. Just by show of hands, how many people here are actually on-air presenters, personalities being involved in on-air? One, two, yes, a couple over here. Some of you guys might know this, and this, also this might also irritate you. You hear radio people say things, and I don't know why this is universal, but whenever they make a mess up, they say things like, oh, well... Uh, seem to be experiencing some technical difficulties at the moment. There's some gremlins in the system. No, you just cuck. <laughs> and I myself, I, uh, I had my own radio show uh, a couple years ago. Uh, it didn't work out quite as well. Um, I have to tell you, my, my career, uh, it's had its ups and its downs. Things are going okay for me right now. I recently got asked to judge a talent competition at Somerset West Junior School. Um, uh, because Heinz Winkler couldn't make it anymore. So I recently also got to open for one of my heroes. Um, Look, I don't want to tell you who he is because I'm going to come across as conceited and I don't want to be that kind of guy this morning, but I do have to tell you a story about it because in every theater space, you're waiting backstage and they have the manliest manly voice that introduces everyone and this manliest manly voice was like, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all gender non-conforming individuals, please put your hands together. Here at the Baxter Theater for Life Begins with Riyad Musa. And the whole crowd just went crazy. And they were like, yeah, woo. Welcome onto stage, your opening act. Fulda Langer. And the whole crowd was like. <sighs> Five minutes into my set, this couple's late. They're walking down to their seats. As they sit down, I can see them looking at me. They're like, this isn't Riyadh. Who's that guy that looks like he gets sunburned at night? I don't know. And I look at them and I say, guys, I'm so sorry, Riyadh couldn't make it, so you've got me for an hour and a half. 
And then they got up and then they left. Which is where my career is at the moment, based on the reception of that joke. <laughs> I'm able to acknowledge my own pain sometimes. I had my own radio show, it was, it was great. And my first ever outside broadcast, thought I was living the dream, you know. I was there at the food court in Kenilworth Center, Cape Town, living the dream. And I ruined it all after I played a song, one of the best songs of the 90s, in fact, George Michael and Elton John raised millions for charity. And I back announced in my cheesiest radio voice. Thank you for listening to us this afternoon. Uh, that was George Michael and Elton John. Don't let your sun go down on me. Oh, <laughs> we uh, we seem to be experiencing some technical difficulties at the moment. <laughs> there are some gremlins in the system at the moment. <laughs> Now, since we have radio people here in the room tonight, today, sorry, I'm used to performing at night. <laughs> I've got a couple of uh, radio ideas that I would like to pitch to you, and I've left, I le I've left my business cards, so uh, you've got something that you can uh, look at or throw away later. I'll leave that up to you. But I've got two business ideas that I'd, li I'd, like, to, I'd like to pitch to you guys. You can take them for free if you want to. Now... We're all starting to embrace WhatsApp as a form of communication and collecting content from people, from listeners. And I'd like to propose that we start collecting content from people's neighborhood watch WhatsApp groups. You don't even have to manipulate the information. All you have to do is read what they say. Guaranteed the most entertaining radio that you can have in the world. How many of you are part of a local neighborhood watch WhatsApp group? Sure. As the youth say, it's lit fam, isn't it? <laughs> and I'd like, to, I'd, I'd, like, I'd like to give you a demonstration by reading a conversation that went down in my neighborhood watch WhatsApp group last week. Um, this, this, this particular, the majority of this conversation uh, was between Kurt and Jillian at the time. Those are pseudonyms, by the way. I won't reveal, uh, I won't reveal George and Abigail's real names. Now, I'm part of a, a neighborhood watch group called the Tower Sea Lift Club. Now, you might think that sounds like everyone in the building, let's give each other lifts to work. No, it's about the elevator in the building. Hi, is the elevator working? Yes, thank you. Should be the conversations that happen, but that's not always the case. We start the conversation with Jillian. And I'd like to read this in the voices that I believe that they speak in. <clears throat> Hi. Hey, everybody, elevator isn't working again, okay? Okay, wait, jacket. George. Yes, man, bloody, pay so much levy and quinoa. 
Stop complaining so much, George. We all in this together. Okay, stem broccoli from Woolworths. <laughs> don't tell me what to do, Jillian. You don't understand how difficult it is to live in this building. Okay, activate a charcoal toothpaste. That's why we have security to help us carry things like shopping bags upstairs. My kids are not shopping bags, Jillian. Then Fiona pitches up out of nowhere and she's like, excuse me, whoever's smoking cannabis in your apartment, please stop smoking cannabis in your apartment. My whole flat now smells like cannabis, thank you. I was like, yeah, me too. My flat also smells like cannabis right now. Don't lie, you guys all work in radio, all right? Don't act like you don't relate to that. <laughs> it's legal. And then I felt like we found the guy that was smoking the cannabis, and that's usually when you know somebody doesn't smoke cannabis when they use the word cannabis. His name was Alistair. He sent 50 heart emojis. And then the words, hey guys, let's carry old people upstairs. And then I, I, I was confirmed that, that he was the culprit because he sent a voice note. And this is why multimedia from WhatsApp can translate to radio. All you have to do is play these things. Blame it on the night. Don't blame it on me. Don't blame it on me. Don't blame it on me. Most entertaining content I've ever had in my life. And that's someone's dad, by the way. My second idea uh, was honest advertising. How many people are copywriters here today? Copywriters, radio, nobody? Okay, cool. Let's talk about them in detail then. So I, uh, I brought my two careers together, radio and comedy, and I put it together in a theater show called The Full Spectrum. Um, and I developed a character. His name was... His name was Brad McDonald, and I apologize if your name is Brad. Um, not, not, not for having the name Brad, just for... Um, and then he changed his, his radio name to DJ B-Rad. Um, and he, he studied at UCT, he did a, a, a BCom marketing degree, a three-year BCom marketing degree, and he got it after seven years, um, and then ended up still working for his dad's company. <laughs> Um, he, he's a resident, he's a resident DJ at Stones on a Friday night and <laughs> he loves Smirnoff Storm and, and, uh, DJ Snake is his hero and he had his own radio show and he was the most, he was the most offensive radio presenter in the world. Now, I don't really want to talk more about him. But that particular show uh, didn't get me a radio award, but uh, it did get me a South African Comics Choice Award. Thank you. Um, that's not relevant to this next idea they want to pitch you. I just want you to all know that I won a South African Comics Choice Award. <laughs> now, wh what I was saying is honest advertising. I ended up writing an honest advert for uh, anybody that enjoys going to music festivals like Opikopi or Rocking the Daisies or Bazik Music Festival. Has anyone been to Bazik Music Festival? 
all right, it's, it's kind of like Opikopi, but Opikopi that does yoga and eats kale. And we all know kale is just spinach that went to CrossFit anyway. Now, I wrote an advert for any music festival, most music festivals that we have in this country. And I'm going to disappear and perform that advert to you because this is potentially the most embarrassing thing that I've ever done in my life. Coming soon, a generic dirty ass Psytrance festival at a location only accessible if you can afford a car. One stage, 78 strobe lights, 12 smoke machines all dispensing cocaine, and five white guys who all know how to press buttons and wear sunglasses at night. DJ Slightly Stale, DJ Still Alive Rat 7, DJ Avalanche Face, DJ Poisonous Reptile, and your headline act, DJ B-Rad. Prices will not be your problem because your dad will pay anyway. Brofest 2018. Get your tickets now. Oh, fuck you. I take it that idea would work very well in radio. Listen, thank you so much for listening to me. I appreciate you guys. Uh, please come and chat to me if you'd ever like to make a friend I can do with some. <laughs> please enjoy the rest of the conference, and I'll meet you guys later. Cheers. Bye.